Jimbo, Cassio, this is your grandson calling, wishing you a very happy nine-year anniversary. Nine years in rock years is a lifetime. And like all good marriages, good things come to those who wait. Happy anniversary from grandson and from all of us at Rocket 951. And I'll see you soon to celebrate double digits, boys. Casio, this morning's stupid news from the internet is about, um, it's about a preacher. Alrighty. Man, it's the preachers and stupid news. This is not going to be good, probably. Man of the cloth. Yeah. A man that many trust with their secrets. Upright morals and values. Uh, a man that's taken people's confessions because uh, he works at a mm-hmm. Catholic church. Supposed to give you guidance. St. Aloysius in Springfield, Illinois. St. Aloysius. Wasn't that Dr. J's real name? I don't know. Aloysius <laughs> J- Irving or something. What is, who is Aloysius? Who is Aloysius? Did I crumble you? <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Where was Aloysius? That Somebody's name Aloysius. That wasn't part of the gag. Okay, but who is Aloysius? I don't know, man. Let me finish this. Okay, sorry. Father Donovan had to call 911 at the church the other day. Mm, That's not good. Yeah. That's not good at all. Burning? Church on fire? No. Robbed the uh, offering plate? No, no robbery. What she got over there? It It seems that Father Donovan found himself with handcuffs on. Oh, no. And a gag in his mouth. Oh, no. And it was... It was... It was not... A robbery. Excuse me? You see which way I'm leading with this? So, uh, he technically was put in the gag and handcuffs on purpose. Even though he was the only person there when 911 got there, I'm pretty sure he wasn't alone there for the handcuffs and the, and the gag. What do you mean when 911 got there? He, uh, it seems that whoever put him in handcuffs, or however he got in handcuffs, mm-hmm. went away. And he found himself locked in the handcuffs with no key Mm-mm. and a gag in his mouth that he clearly couldn't get out because it was attached to a leather strap around the back of his head. Excuse me? I have. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I have the 911 call. What? You I, have audio? I have the 911 call. This is real, by the way. This is absolutely real. Father Tom Donovan, he uh, was at the church and had a, a gag in his mouth and oh handcuffs on. There's audio. Oh, gosh. I'm stuck in a pair of handcuffs. I'm going to need help getting out before this becomes a medical emergency. What's the problem? I am stuck in a pair of handcuffs. (laughs) You're stuck.
stuck in a pair of handcuffs? Yeah, playing with them, so uh, I need some help getting out. Where at in the building are you? Um, I'm, in the, I'm in the front room. Come oh, to the right front there. door. Are you an employee there? Yes, I am. Okay, are you the only one there? Yes, I am. All right, we'll get somebody over there, okay? Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. I'm the only one here now. <laughs> but, uh, Why did we not hear more of that call? <laughs> huh? Did you hear him say he was... Somebody come get him, please. He was just playing with the handcuffs. I just playing with him. It's not... No rush. Don't... don't nobody panic. <laughs> are you okay, sir? Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> 911, what's your emergency? Uh, I'm stuck in a chair. I'm sorry? I'm stuck in a chair because I got, I'm handcuffed. <laughs> sir? And, but it's not an emergency now, but it's about to be, I tell you that. Is there a robbery, sir? Was there? No. <laughs> Somebody stole my dignity. <laughs> I tell you this. I tell you this. This is to say, I'm glad I'm a priest because it's a miracle. So that dialed 911. You should see what I had to push the 9 with. 2013. And now, no, no. stupid news with Jimbo and Casio on Rocket 95.1. All right, we got 9.30, Casio. I got an interesting uh, piece of stupid news for you this morning. Yes, sir. <laughs> what you got over there, buddy? Oh, these things always make me a little nervous. All right. What? Should I read this one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Whatever it is, I vote yes. Mm. I just have to issue a disclaimer right uh-huh. now. Okay. <laughs> this is just something that makes me must. This makes me really nervous to do. Just being honest. <laughs> Why does it make you nervous? It's a new app you can download off the App Store, whatever your App Store is. It's ninety-nine cents. Okay. This particular app. How do I say um, measures your business? Uh, Your cell phone minutes, your usage, your text messages? No. No, it measures your... It's an app that measures your stuff. Your junk. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You're talking manly business? Yeah. (laughs) The parts? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Here's the deal. Wait, this is an app? Here's how it works. This is a real app. Don't make this up. You're not, not making this up. It's real. It's called Condom Size. Oh, my gosh. And it's supposed to be to help you pick the right size. Okay. For, for safe, you know, for all the reasons we use condoms. Um, All the re- many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> what? Here's what you do to use this app. Here's how it's used. Oh my gosh! Mm. Is my face red right now? How does it? How does this measure? <laughs> when you download it, okay, you then open it up, of course, and then a ruler appears on the screen of your phone. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. Then you put your phone up to your stuff. Oh! And it records your measurement. <laughs> and, and then shows you how you compare to the rest of the world. Hmm. hmm. Better use an iPad on the kid over here. You're going to need an iPad for that out. Hmm. Phone's not good enough. Noticed you got an iPhone 4S. <laughs> it's totally different. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> 
I promise you this, the iPad's going to be sitting sideways, too. <laughs> You're going to have to scroll back and forth. <laughs> hey, is that an otter box? <laughs> 2014. Well, uh, Cassio, we're not married, but we have friends who are, and we understand the in-law debacle. Sometimes there's a there's a disconnect with the in-laws. Well, even if you're not married, when you start dating, that's the biggest deal, starting to meet the family and see if they accept you. Yeah. Are, she, are, are her parents going to accept me? By the way, I'm a smash hit with parents. Oh, are you now? Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. You feel that strongly about it. I'm a smash hit. Because you, you, you go in with the comedy act and the whole oh, yeah. nice guy. And I adapt really good. Yeah. If you need me to be an old country boy to your dad, I will. <laughs> if I need to talk about L.A. to your dad, you know what I'm saying? I can sure. figure it out. You can bring whatever story. Good adapter to you the talk, parents. Hey, on the way, do you talk about it with her, with the girl, and yeah. see what she needs from her father? Yeah. yeah. I go, what's your dad going to be like? What's he like? He likes guns. Should I stop and get some natty light? <laughs> Throw a six pack in yeah. his face. Oh, does he like guns? Because I'll bring my pistol permit out. You so, name me. You're that guy. Yeah, I can adapt. Well, last month, a 42 year old man lost his mom, which is sad. Andrew Simon. Man. Uh, his four. Wow, that was. He he lost his wife. You know, we were, we're in laws are in laws are difficult. Um, his wife. However, did not have a good relationship with the uh, man's wife. Oh, the man's mother, sorry. And she wouldn't stop singing this song. On and on. She kept singing it? On and on and on. That is evil. Over and over and over, she sang it through the house. Evil. Awful, isn't it? So Andrew was done with it. He this is be. his mom she's talking about. He should be. So he packed her clothes up while she was at work and locked her out of the house. Good call. How about he locked her out of the house? <laughs> when she got home, he locked her in a shed in the backyard. Locked her in a shed, it sounded like you said? Uh-huh, in the backyard. Eventually, she broke out through a window, made it back into the house, and started throwing his clothes out of a window in the bedroom. This turned into a gigantic fight, uh, which he retaliated, then threw her down on the bed, ripped open her blouse, and twisted her front. What do you mean, twist? He grabbed him and twisted him. A twister? (laughs) Can we say that? I guess. Can we say what it is? I'm scared to, but you can probably. (laughs) Why can I say it? Uh, well, huh? he twi- he gave her a twist. Purple narple? Yeah, there you go. That's the mm-hmm. safe way to say it. Purple <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Did this escalate or what? Cops showed up. Andrew also admitted to punching her at least once. Oh, that, he can't do that. He then, while it was all happening, he claimed to have an affair. It all just came out. You think he just did that just because he get back at her? Oh, by the way, I slept with people. Just cause you she, know what I mean? Just because she kept singing Ding Dong, the witch is dead. By the way, I'd get mad. And yeah. you, what hurt my feelings bad? That's I my mom we're talking me. about. What's my mother? I can't have you singing Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Yeah. Over my, so he lost it and did all that, and she did all that, and now he's arrested and pleaded guilty to assault, told a judge he regretted how he handled the situation. He's now going to be sentenced next month on on all these issues. In the meantime, she's recovering from the 
Most painful duty twister ever. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Out. Uh, can you imagine him in jail? No. What'd you do? Get <laughs> my wife a titty to Quit it. You can't say that. <laughs> Purple nurple. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best we can do. Huh? Purple nurple. Did he give her the old nipple flip? <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I'm shutting us down. <laughs> Jimbo and Casio, weekdays 6 to 10 on Rocket 95.1. 2015. Rocket 95.1, Jimbo and Casio, good morning. It's spring break, I'm just realizing. Yeah. People woke up on the beach this morning, and now 8.45, let's see. Um, well, none of the young people are up yet. <laughs> they might just be going to bed. They could very well just be going to bed. Because when you begin spring break... We're talking about teenager level. Mm. You're throwing down hard those first few days. You know, now that I'm older and I've got friends with <laughs> kids that age, <laughs> spring break age, first year of college, some high school kids, I can't imagine let, watching my child drive out of the driveway with another kid going to spring break and I'm not going to be there. <laughs> huh? I'm not going to be there. I, I, I would, it would own me. Every single minute of every day until they came back in the house. I want to ask you this because I just now thought of this. You're you're you got a 16, 17, 18 year old, 18 probably going to you know spring break senior week. Because mm. me and my buddies going to Panama City. Mm. Am I the dad? I want I want to ask you. Yeah, you're a dad. They're going to stay there for a week. Who are you going with? His best friend in the world. Okay, so I know this other kid. Yeah. All right. And I gave you a rental car. How long could you follow them before getting caught? Oh. This is good. Could you make it to you can make it to Florida. They're not oh, gonna no, be paying I'd, attention. I'd definitely make it to Florida. It's Florida where I'd where I'd get in trouble cause A lot of traffic jams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I might lose them in traffic and then I'd panic. Where am I staying? Not the same hotel. No, you're gonna go next to him. I <laughs> I might could stay out of sight for a day. A day? day and a half. And then I'm, yeah, because I'm going to watch the debauchery that goes on. I'm going to watch. Oh, you're going to step in. I'm going to watch my child do things that I never, ever thought him capable. First time anything resembles a funnel, it's game over. <laughs> the funnel. <laughs> well, the funnel's coming out. I got news. That's what I'm saying. Anytime. That, I mean, they could legitimately be working on a vehicle and need it. And I go, ah! I'm stepping out of a bush. Hey, many things have changed <laughs> since I was a teenager, but one thing remains the same, and that's a dead gum funnel. I've asked you this: Has the technology stepped up on the funnel, no, or is it just a it, funnel system? It didn't need to. <laughs> the technology, technology peaked it right was, out of the gate. It was, was there to start with. <laughs> Nothing's changed about it. I made one add-on: the hose, and the that's ho- it. The hose is a strong add-on. Funnel and a hose is done. Mm. Was there a funnel guy in your group? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> doing a funnel for every time somebody else did a funnel. Huh? And, and makes everyone do one. He's that guy. Then he spends the rest of the day puking and doesn't care. <laughs> he's still having just as good a time as you are. And he's that guy that everybody that comes up to y'all's group, hey, what's up, man? Where, y'all from Ohio? Funnel time, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, we just met him. Funnel, bro. I forgot about that. Funnel. Every single person that approaches <laughs> yeah. your group gets a funnel. If they don't funnel, he judges them. He's there out. 
He's telling you how uncool they are? Man, bro, they won't even funnel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Eight of us in one room with one bed. Huh? And he's carrying that funnel around. Mm. He's got some stickers on it, you know. He's, hey, a, he's tricked it out. How you, about, if you can read this, I'm upside down. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> Put me back it on the stool. He yeah. tricked out his funnel. Yeah, he's pimped it out. Where does he keep that thing at home? Because parents are going to find it. No, nah, you just you leave it in your hotel room. You oh, yes, that's disposable? <laughs> you disengage. You buy it down there and keep it <laughs> <Yeah>. down there? <laughs> so I'm saying, he's the first guy, and you walk into the first store, mm. and he goes, I get a funnel, man. And then he's got to be committed to it the whole trip. Yeah, who bought their beer? Well, anybody. A lot of places will just go ahead and get it to you. Because it's just it's they the most care. money they're making all year <laughs> yeah, long. They don't care. Uh-huh. And somebody your age is selling it. That's correct. You know what I mean? That's a good So call. they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be a bad guy. Mm. Does Alvin's Island love spring break? I remember. Yeah, <laughs> Alvin's Island. <laughs> they love yeah. it. They Purple lo- Haze. How many times have we stopped in Purple Haze? Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. If you got a cloud blowing another cloud out, a, sp- a puff of smoke out, it's we're stopping. Huh? We're driving around. Oh. You got a tie-dye sheet hanging in the window. We're hey, pulling over. Let me ask you this. Did you get that, <laughs> did you get that security bo- deposit back from the hotel? No. No, that's never. Just, that's gone money right there. <laughs> What's the deposit? 100? Go ahead and keep it. Yeah. We're announcing Hey, that. we're going to have to split the deposit because it's not coming back, and I can't afford it at all. <laughs> Oh, spring break. You know what? Some of this is going on right now. Yeah. Breck, let me tell you when breakfast was. We had a theory. Hmm. Breakfast was when housekeeping got there. Because we needed housekeeping. Yeah, you do. The first couple of days, you skip it because you're partying and sleeping late. And then you walk hmm. in one time. Hmm. If a girl, first time a girl walks in. You need that maid service. And bad. they go, oh, this room, that room's nasty. Yeah. You go, oh, okay. I need I need housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, I need housekeeping. Did the housekeeping? We go done. Done. Throw on a t-shirt. Mm. We're all in swimsuits anyway. Oh yeah, wet. t-shirt and go. Still wet. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Every day this week that's going to happen. I'm telling you, I think I told you before. Uh, we found a hotel and we walked past this little hole in the wall restaurant. It was a bar actually, but they opened at uh, they opened at nine and had all you can eat pancakes. Oh. You know, and the lady is like, she's 50. She looks 90 because she's lived on the beach her entire life. I mean, she can cook some pancakes. Sure she can. And that's that's, huh? that's one of the very few things that could break that party up. <laughs> yeah, hey. hey, we got to stop for pancakes. Yeah. No, how about then we started looking forward to housekeeping because then we would go get all you can eat pancakes. Yeah. Which, by the way, you ate two because they were as big as a manhole cover. Gigantic. Because <laughs> you don't want to keep cooking them. <laughs> They're just hanging off the plate. Oh, man. By the way, I am so <laughs> glad I'm not involved in that right now. So can you, glad. That's what I'm saying. Can, now can you imagine, Dad? No. No. Do you just got to block it out when they go? Yeah. I mean, you got to let your kids go. You got to grow and sprouting wings, and, you know, they're becoming their own people, and you got to let them. Sometimes you got to let them get, get, get a little dirty, you know. Because, you know, we were before cell phones. I can't imagine now. You, oh. Parents checking in on you. What? Are you kidding? How many cell phones are on down there now? How many? Uh, how, how They're much, off in the room. Did y'all immediately have to uh, call your parents to give them a room number and all that? Everything. So they can check in? A, to let them know we got there safe. Yeah. B, to give them the room number and number for the hotel. By the way, which we never answered. <laughs> I wasn't in the room long <laughs> enough. That's what I'm saying. Eh? 
Son, I called you five times yesterday. How, what? We uh, weren't here. I I don't know. I just uh, we were not here before answering machines, so th- we couldn't. Le- you know, you just leave a message. Couldn't check in the front desk messages. Messages. <laughs> it's PCB. Oh, it's a different world now. Huh? Different world. I just need to go right now to a Circle K, buy one of their forty-four ounce mug cups, <laughs> and buy anything with the word ice at the end of it. Any beer. <laughs> if it's got the word ice in it, it means that a little bit more. Oh, it's cheap. I'm the guy in the hard hat with the two containers <laughs> on it. With, with the t- You're not hard hat, guy. <laughs> with the straws You're going. Construction worker drinker. <laughs> hey, Jimbo and Cassio. This is Blake, Nick, Greg, and Rob from Joyous Wolf. I know you forgot your anniversary this year, but, but we, we didn't. didn't. No. Nine years is a long time together in rock years, so let's celebrate all year up until you reach 10. Cheers to you and your Rocket 951 listeners. Woo! 2016. Hey, uh, before we get into our, our football recap from last night, um, John Beverly needs us to know, Jimbo, that there's cows on the west side of 67. Ca- cows are yeah. loose? Said so be careful two miles past Brewer High School. Uh, and then they shared a uh, cow emoji and a hamburger emoji. Are they, <laughs> are they his cows? I, I don't know. Are they... Are they? It is either, are they just in the fence and everybody's looking at them? Are they out? That's what I'm wondering. Do we know if they've got that cleaned up yet? Mm. Hey, in a situation like that, in all serious business, do we call in the Cowboys? Are there Cowboys to wrestle cowboys. them back? Cowboys. To get them back in their fence? Uh, I think they're out busy fighting the Indians, uh, Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know how we clean up cows. Uh, or do we just get on four-wheelers and, and race them, chase them around? Uh, we get a border collie. And we, we rope them up, move them up, head I, them out. I have the most sophisticated mental picture going on about how we wrestle up cows and get them to go in the How'd they get out? Right. Did they tra- Cows aren't violent. They didn't trample down the fence. The no. fence just wasn't built right. Yeah, so, they so, no, something knocked it over. Part of it was already down. Hmm. Well, thanks, John Beverly. Whippers. Tell us where those are again. Is it his? Are they? It's what you say? The west side of 67, two miles past Brewer High School. That's good to know. Cow emoji, hamburger emoji. <laughs> the hamburger emoji killed me. That's the one. Wait, does that mean that? Is that what happens if they get hit? I'm gonna tell you this: you don't want to hit a cow in your dog. No, you don't. There's a lot of damage going on. We've heard horror stories about hitting small deer. Can you imagine hitting a twenty thousand pound, whatever, four or five, six thousand pound cow? If you're going. Um, if you're going fast and hit a cow, I don't, I don't think it's good for you. No, it won't be. No, it huh? won't. No, you're correct. It will not be good in any way. <laughs> you said <laughs> you said a 20,000-pound cow, and that's big. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking of Bob, Paul Bunyan's ox. That's what I'm thinking You're of. thinking of a small planet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I Look, uh-huh. I've said many times on this show, I know nothing about farms. I didn't grow up near a farm. I don't know anything about livestock. I, I don't either, but I, I know <laughs> I know 20,000 pounds sounds large in a cow world. In a cow world. Now that you say it, it really does. <laughs> how, much, how much is in a ton? Let's look how stupid we are. How uh, much is in a ton? 5,000 pounds. Is it? I, you I'm, said it with such confidence. You sold me on it. I don't. Did I sell you? <laughs> yeah. You you said it with such confidence. I don't know. Forty seven hundred pounds. <laughs> huh? I'm having to Google it. Pounds in a ton. Uh huh. Two thousand. 
2,000 pounds. Yeah. I was nowhere close. <laughs> Average <laughs> cow weight. <laughs> Female uh, cows, 1,600 pounds. Bulls, 2,400 pounds. Well, So was, average weight is a ton there. I was a smidge off. Right, 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> Farmers, look, people who deal with farms who like the show, they're just <laughs> looking at their radios going, these guys are flipping idiots. Anyway. That, they have every right. Right man. now, just off the top, as fast as you can do it. You ready? Yeah. Every, average weight of a chicken. It's one pound. <laughs> huh? He's light. He's a bird. He's it. light. <laughs> you were so sta- you were stammering. <laughs> you were trying to get it's a, it's a one pound. You gave me a time limit. Huh? <laughs> Give me another one. Uh, chickens by the way, they could, yeah they're about one pound, about two pounds maybe. Nailed it. Yeah. Hmm. hmm? Nailed it. <laughs> nailed you try to tell me I didn't nail the weight of a chicken. I nailed it. All right, here we got a twenty thousand pound cow. <laughs> That's the size of a whale. I told you I was thinking of Paul Bunyan's ox. Size of a humpback whale. <laughs> I teach scuba. That's why I'm I'm in whale mode. That's why I was picturing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> I, I kind of I thought that. Tell me how, how much something weighs. Game a walrus. Go. Uh, walrus. Four thousand pounds. <laughs> No! How much is he? How much is he? A thousand. You you go big on these. Do it. You go big. Do it again. One more. <laughs> you go big. This All is right, fun. Ready? ready? Yep. A moose! Go! Moose! Moose! Seven thousand pounds. <laughs> they're huge. They're huge. Ah, oh, they're huge. You t- <laughs> moose. Seven thousand pounds. Have you seen their antlers? You think they're seven times bigger than a cow? <laughs> Have you not seen their antlers? Do the math. Their antlers weigh a grand. You just claim they're seven times fatter than a cow. I just told you a cow is 1,500 pounds. Like, it just came out of our mouth. I don't know. Seven times. I am lost. What are you doing? Animal world. What are you? Zebra, go! Zebra! 4,000 pounds. (laughs) You think a zebra's... Three times as big as a cow. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. A damn zebra's 300 pounds. It's I've not. seen dogs as big no, as a zebra. Not th- zebras are horses. Yeah. They're not 300 pounds. They've got to be 1,000 pounds. No. <laughs> They're not even close to 1,000 pounds. What are you talking about? I don't know, but I'm crying here. You think zebras weigh as much as cows? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cows are big. <laughs> Cows are big. <laughs> An Amazonian manatee. God. What? What? <laughs> a, a, a manatee. Uh, f- Amazonian manatee. Fifteen hundred. It's not. How much? It's four hundred and eighty pounds. What? Your I'm weights s- are astronomical. <laughs> astronomical. I've swam with manatees. You think every animal's as big as a bus. What are you doing? Because they're huge to me. <laughs> I'm fatter than a zebra, and you think it's like 200 times me. And Giraffe! Giraffe! Uh, Go! 1,500 pounds. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's 1,500. Nope. P- You're only 800 pounds off. Dang it.
Average weight for a giraffe, 800 pounds. It's clear that I need to spend more time at the zoo. <laughs> it's clear you have literally no concept of weight. <laughs> literally. As animals concerned, I don't. Oh, God. Uh, some of the tweets are getting in. Shay Stisher says, I'm dying. This is my new favorite game. My office thinks I'm crazy now. Uh, Allie Mesquil said, my husband has hit a cow. I'm sure he thought it was 20,000 pounds, too, like Jimbo. Uh, Sabrina Mays, no wonder Jimbo is saying. Single and average woman is the size of a Buick, Cam. <laughs> Thank you, Ty Oswald, for uh, the uh, meme we've shared on our Rocket page. It's Oprah saying, you're 4,000 pounds, and you're 4,000 pounds. You're all 4,000 pounds. Here's what's going to happen when you least expect it, Mr. Man. I'm going to holler out names of animals, and you no, guess their weight. That game's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt Kennedy shared the quote, the weight of a zebra goes 7,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, look. Okay. I'm an idiot. I'm an animal idiot, except for ocean creatures. I do know about ocean creatures. Look, my favorite part is I'm not saying I know their weights. I'm saying <laughs> once we establish the correct weight of a cow, you still couldn't get in the realm. You were saying things were seven times the weight of a cow. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, look. David Robinson, average weight of a house cat. Go, Jimbo. 176 pounds. <laughs> oh, God. I'd say a pound, by the way. <laughs> a pound? Yeah. How much is a cat? For a cat? Yeah, they're light. Yeah. Based on your weights, that means they weigh the same as a chicken. <laughs> what are you doing? Cats are light. <laughs> They're not a pound. <laughs> Do you think of about a pound, Jimbo? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Stop. Clearly, I don't know. 2017. Kind of ironic considering the headline I'm about to read, but I am hijacking stupid news. Are you taking it from me today? Because me and you now have our vacation planned for next year. Oh, wow. What? What? Where are we going? Well, um... After uh, after years of murders, kidnappings, and heist, the lawless sea near the Horn of Africa seems to be getting worse. The lawless, like as in there are no laws here? Yep. A Dubai firm is capitalizing now on these pirate-infested waters. So you know the you know the pirates off their hijack, yeah. you know, all kind of ships. That Tom Hanks movie? Yes. Yes. Well, a tour company, Dubai-based Sea Hunters LLC, is now selling seven and fourteen-day cruises, embarking from Salalah. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Oman, Abu Dhabi, and the United Arab Emirates. Unlike the quintessential cruise, the cruisers do not board in hopes of devouring mid-morning nacho buffets or <laughs> snorkeling with dolphins. The cruisers board. In hopes of embarking on a hunting trip with the most taboo of target, humans. What? Like any proper cruise, you can choose a type of stateroom, which offers a ranging from humble-sounding standard inside mm-hmm. to the opulent Hemingway suite. The similarities to any other cruise end abruptly <laughs> when you begin assembling your personal army to attack pirates. What? You can attack, is all this legal? With offerings such as the predictably yielding bazooka package. Yeah! 
Yeah. Or the Mercenary Madness Kit. Oh, yeah. You can personalize your weapons cache almost endlessly. The Mercenary Madness Package includes rental of a M107 50 cal sniper rifle. Yes. An AR15 and an 18 carat gold-plated Desert Eagle pistol. Oh. Do you get close enough for pistols? Bows and arrows are available for the purest. Flame Bows and arrows. Flamethrowers can be rented as well, though require a 3-day licensing course prior to departure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and we're shooting people? Well, it says uh, Port of Call include the otherworldly Socotra Island, known for its dragon blood trees, and also the port of Mogadishu, the most dangerous city on the planet. Mogadishu? Only 17 rooms. The pearl white yacht is sized to attract attention from opportunistic pirates while spending days drifting aimlessly through the Gulf of Aden. So wait, so you get on this boat. That's enticingly on purpose. You book a gun package. Yeah. And you hope that pirates come close enough for you to use <laughs> yes. that, that 50 caliber sniper rifle. Yes. Oh, this is a dream cruise. <laughs> it's number one. This is a, this is a dream cruise. Huh? Video games have trained me for this. Hey, because the pirates don't know that everybody on board is stocked. Right. <laughs> they think it's a yacht. But don't the pirates catch? How many pirates are there? Are there enough pirates? How many pirates I are mean, there? I they, mean, they have to catch on pretty soon. Hey, stay away from that white boat. Well, it's got are. guns. Sea Hunters uh, does not guarantee that pirates will attempt to board the boat. But in the event that they do, the cruisers are free to defend themselves with their weapons. What this defense entails has, to, has been the target of several... Human rights organizations. I can imagine there's a lot of people oh, against this. Yeah, this is this has got to be protested heavily. Decrying this bizarre form of freelance privateering, many groups feel that baiting the pirates into the line of fire is an example of extreme human insensitivity and in a case of morbid exploitation. <laughs> oh, poor baby. How about this? Those pirates were going to shoot you. you. You know how you don't get shot by my 50 cal? You don't try to board my ship. <laughs> exactly. Wait, wait, huh? there's, there's a group... Literally, there is a group of people trying to protect pirates off the coast of yes. Africa that have literally been assaulting and preying on anyone that's not them and using that to fuel their... Yes. The group, somebody's, somebody's against it. People are protecting the pirates. These Th murderers. This is like when the cops set out the bait car. It's to deter future deals. Yeah, right. So guess what? One pirate ship rolls up on this yacht oh, and wanna... catches the homies uh, packing... Guess what? They're going to slow their roll on hijacking yachts. Not if they can't report back. I need to oh. please be on that boat. Sea Hunters maintains that their program will provide substantial positive externalities, such as safer waters, due to a fearful pirate population. Yeah, that's the end game, is to make the water safer for boat travel. Let's Day on. one, flight from Salala Airport from Dubai. Welcome dinner and concert. Day two, you depart on the boat. Welcome day three, dinner. day three, you spend at sea. Day four, you have a Mogadishu <laughs> tank tour. <laughs> Number five, you spend roaming at sea. Number six, the Splendor of Socotra <laughs> tour on Socotra Island. Day seven, roaming at sea, and day eight, 
Return to Salalah. Oh man, that reminds that that reminds me of like some Game of Thrones, some some dinner before oh, yeah. the big slaughter. The splendor of Sakratra tour on Sakratra <laughs> Island. Hey, can I tell you this though? This is just like preppers and and zombies. Oh yeah. Me and you would we think we're ready, but we're not ready. No, we're not ready at all. But that's why you rent their package how, of weapons. How nervous are you when oh. they announce there's power? We can see pirates. I would ha- let me huh? tell you what. Rent me some Depend diapers too, because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna need that as hey, well. We would be all gung ho until the pirates really got close and go. Wait a second. Wait, this is real. Hey, <laughs> about that grappling hook for their boat lands on the yacht, mm. starts pulling you towards it. You go. Mm. We're, we're, game on. In my head, I'm gonna be awesome. Somebody's getting accidentally shot, don't you think? Yes, of somebody's course. not. It's not somebody on our team. That's what I mean. Yeah, by one of us. Somebody's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The guns misfiring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I so need Pat Reese hey, you, on my team on this deal. You oh, gotta yeah. you got to have that fifty cal sniper rifle set up and ready to go though. I need Hunter that takes Pinkerton. A lot. I need oh, Hunter yeah. Pinkerton on the sniper <laughs> Hunter rifle. Hunter Pinkerton. I need Pat Reese on whatever <laughs> massive attack weapon we can have him on. I, all I want is bazooka package. I need Ty Oswald. I need Ty Oswald. I need all I need the bearded warriors. All yeah. these bearded warriors, these veteran friends. Well, y'all, y'all need stuff that y'all can actually aim. I want bazooka, so I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just for the most forgiving. It. And I'm just gonna sit there and go. If they get close, man. If they get close, y'all better get them with those sniper rifles. Please, huh? let's get on this boat. Would you go sniper rifle package with the AR and the pistol? No, I'd be too nervous. In my head, I'd be a great sniper, but I'd be too nervous and I shake and i, and I wouldn't hey, on a boat oh yeah oh, no. that's got movement no I know. that's why i need i'm i need a bazooka i need trained sniper people. i just need to get in the area i ain't got to be 100 percent right <laughs> i just got to be half right i think i'm on your team now i need that too <laughs> <You> know, <that's, laughs> the most forgiving what, weapon possible uh, the uh, yes you talk about needing to depend <gasps> no i know what i want what flamethrower that's what I want. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have time for the three-day licensing course. <laughs> <laughs> like I can work a bazooka on first try. Like I don't need a training course on it. Misfire. That was Cassio. <laughs> you know, I've got to face him backwards. <laughs> Cassio, we're aiming at the boat. Quit hey, hitting the water. Hey, it shoots off. That little thing comes off the back. <laughs> That's me. That's what. Hey, that's what hurts a crew member is the, is the shell getting ejected. Wait, water's blowing up behind us. <laughs> yeah, let's get on it. I, I want this right now. 2018. For those of you who are not aware or have not looked at our Facebook page, um, we have shared video of Cassio getting chased down and bitten by a canine police dog yesterday, last night. Well, chase down is the good word for it because yeah. the dog's name was aptly named Chase. Chase, that's right. Uh, I will say this: uh, we didn't test out his actual chasing skills. Wasn't much running from the big boy over here. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> evade too much. You just kind of stood there and waited for him. Uh, but Cassio, for a couple of years now, has been talking about. Wanting to be chased down and bitten by a canine police dog. We're well, both big dog fans in this room, and and we respect and admire those trainers of those dogs and the handlers of those dogs, and of course the officers that they live with and that they're partners. Um, and last night, 
actually for the whole past this this whole past week have been the police dog competitions for the United States police departments from around the US. They've been in town. You might have seen some foreign police cars, some strange police cars. I know we've had some comments on some NYPD. Why the why is NYPD down here? They were here in force. Uh, there were police departments from Maryland, from uh, Pennsylvania, from uh, Minnesota, Florida, from Florida, yeah, Miami, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, all over the place. Some of the ones that were scheduled to come were held up, and their dogs were needed uh, for the hurricane to try to smell out some hurricane victims and uh, get some some people rescued up over there in the Carolinas. So they were unable to make it. However, we had tons of them, hundreds of different police. Uh, outfits and police departments and sheriff departments here and we're in Huntsville PD just did a great job hosting all week long uh, Corey Upton with the canine department here in HPD and also officer Jeff Stubbs who's a canine officer and his his uh, canine partner is Chase Chase is two years old and he was the one that chased you down last night um yeah uh, thank you to everybody for making that happen um you know I talked to officer Stubbs uh, before we got cranked up there. And at first, it was, uh, well, if you want to get bit, well, you just put the sleeve on and, and he'll bite you. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to do that. Right. Well, then the more we all sat there, we're like, we might need to talk this out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I started getting more nervous of not, uh, not that the dog would do something wrong, that I would do something wrong to cause the dog to do make a mistake. Right, and let's don't pretend like any other part of you was protected other than your arm. Right, so at first we were just going to do the arm sleeve like you see, just the one sleeve. Right. And I was going to wear regular clothes. Mm-hmm. And the more we thought about it, the more we thought, well, I'm going to do something to make this go wrong. Did you request the big jacket? Uh, well, just after talking, I was like, you sure I don't need the jacket? You sure I don't need the jacket? <laughs> I think finally Officer Stubbs got the hint. Uh-huh. And he, I turned around and he goes, we're going to go with the jacket. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, and not listen, Chase, the canine, the actual dog, laser focused and beautifully trained. He wasn't going to mess up. It was going to be you that messed up. That's whole what thing. Officer Stubbs kept going. He kept going, he's going to do his job. <laughs> the problem is getting you to do your job. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the officers that you see in these demonstrations that get attacked have done this over and over, and they know exactly what's going to happen right. and how to do it. Mm hmm. Um, I did not. Uh, so we, it was going to be arm sleeve and he chases me mm-hmm. and that got, uh, that got reduced to how about I just stand there <laughs> and he bites me when, when I got the jacket. Did on. he tell you to, did he tell you to do circles once the dog had a, had a, had a latch on to you? Well, he just told me, see, here's what I didn't know. They, they are for those demonstrations. And like you saw, and we 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 discovered during the uh, demonstrations yesterday, the arm is their toy. That arm sleeve. That's, that's what, what they're they trained. That's the uh, they trained a tennis ball to them. They've trained to go after the toy. So when yeah. they see the arm sleeve, that's them getting to chase the tennis ball. Mm-hmm. That's all they want on that. Mm-hmm. Not when they're chasing the bad guys, but in the demonstration, they go, "Well, he's got my toy, so I'm going to get my toy from yeah, him." Yeah. Um, and as you saw. Some of the officers that were getting bit were petting the dog as he was biting him. Right, rewarding he's him. Just, good he's, boy. He's just, well, even the guy getting bit is like, hey, good, you know, yeah. just petting him. Good job. Um, but to see the skill, uh, the speed was incredible. I mean, he got 15 yards away, 15, 10, 15 yards away, and I thought, I'm going to have time to 
to you know mentally get prepared for this. Mm-hmm. I did not. I mean, he you saw it. He was a bullet. You can see this, too. It's on our Facebook page. We've shared it everywhere. It's on my personal Facebook page, uh, Facebook uh, or Jimbo Wood. It's also on the Rocket Facebook page. It's on Casio's Facebook page. If you want to go see that when you get some time this morning, you can see it from start to finish. You're right, though, and the control that these officers had over their dogs, the obedience is over the moon. You really don't appreciate how well-trained and obedient these dogs are until you see them in person. They did what's called the long-distance training where, where the officer would separate himself from the dog 50, 75 yards away. No leash. No leash. And control the dog just with hand movements and voice movements, even with, and we watched this last night, lights and sirens going off, guns going gun on. Gunshots, yeah. We had gunshots. We had the lights me, and sirens. Mass, me and you talking. We had me and you talking speaker. on the PA. Mass confusion, and these dogs still would not come off their owner. They yeah. would not come off looking directly at their owner laser focused looking for the next thing to do stop lay down stop lay down get up walk stop lay down they just and every time they did it it was beautifully handled the um getting bit i will say the spin uh he told me to tell me to do the spin to kind of uh, take away that jolt of him jumping into me. Shock absorber kind of? Cause, yeah, because it's a 65-pound 65, 65 dog that's mm. coming at full speed. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it. How about he goes, I mean, 10 yards, he's not going to quite be at full speed, but he's going to be up there. He was running. He was still getting faster as he hit me. Hey, and he leaped right <laughs> before he was about to latch onto you. He jumped up hey, off the ground. In my head, he took two steps and leaped. I mean, <laughs> it looked like he leaped from the jump, and I was so nervous. One thing I missed was your discussion with uh, Officer Stubbs about uh, bite force. Did, did they say how many pounds of pressure? 600 was... pounds of, of pressure. And on a two-year-old dog? Yes. Because Chase was only two. Yes. So as they age, the bite force gets stronger. Yeah, he said their size stays about the same, but they're going to get, of course, uh, you know, more of an adult dog. Can you imagine being a real life bad guy and not having that sleeve on well, and you, getting chased? You've down? seen the marks. I mean, I've got a scratch on my on my bottom of my forearm. I got a couple bruises up top, and that was with a giant, giant suit on and incredibly padded. <laughs> Super padded. Even when you took it off last night, your arm was filled with welts already. Yeah. Oh, he got me. Did it hurt throughout the night? Uh, it hurt. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's not like a like it doesn't hurt right now. It's yeah. a it's a touch and it hurts. Right. So I would like you know in the bed roll over and go. What in the world? Incredible. Did you dream about it? I would have dreamt about it all night. I would have dreamt about dogs attacking me. Um, I thought I. I don't know. I don't think I did. I was. Uh, I I didn't really dream that much. I I rolled over a bunch on my sore arm. <laughs> um, I. You know, you came out and uh, and chilled for a second because, you know, has the best way to wind down from getting bit by a police dog is to drink a beer. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know, we were talking about it. How I said I'm kind of tired, but my mind, you know, my was racing. There's no way uh, you could have gone straight. Adrenaline to rush of of getting attacked by that thing. Yeah. Um. And uh, but I'm gonna tell you this. That adrenaline wore off. You know, the post-adrenaline oh, crash. And then it's sleepy time. I was gone. I was, yeah, sleepy time. I was gonzo, man. <laughs> um, so if you want to see that, last night's activities at the National Canine 
competition all week long. It's the been US, going. Yeah, USPCA is involved. Uh-huh. U.S. police dogs um, from all over the United States. Uh, they um, they wrapped it up last night. Now they're all headed back to their respective states and back to work. But just watching police dogs at work in person is life-changing just to watch the control and the training that goes on and the relationship between these officers and these dogs is outstanding just impressive as it can be beautiful intelligent canines uh it was amazing to see them do their work it was a uh, privilege to be a part of it and uh it's why we do uh one of the many reasons we do first responder friday every single week is because of the sacrifice and the service and the training and the hard work that all of these uh, first responders in our community do. So we do not take that lightly. Thanks to everybody. Go uh, go enjoy me getting bit. It's a fun video. <laughs> uh, you can see the uh, procession of, of, of all the uh, police units that were there. Oh, it was all awesome. All the canine units entered Milton Frank Stadium. And we, we had the state that. trooper helicopter. We got the helicopter on there. It was just, it was, it was a, it was a very, very fun night. Uh, they, hopefully they'll be back to Huntsville soon. It rotates every year, the national competition. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for it to come back. And when it does, I encourage everyone out there to go watch it. It is amazing to watch. Officer Jeff Stubbs. Canine Officer Jeff Stubbs and his dog, Chase. Uh, they're the ones that attacked Cassio last night. And How about uh, when he saw me? I was kind of hiding behind, not hiding, but just standing behind some of the obstacles. Mm-hmm. And uh, our buddy Jack Spade here on the rocket was mm-hmm. uh, helping us video. And he said, hey. The dog is out of the truck, and I said, "Well, let me go get a shot of him with my, with my phone." Mm. Uh, you know, it's video, and so I just peeked out, and he saw that I was wearing that jacket, that dog. Oh, already the, after you, the drool just started pouring, <laughs> and he said, ah, ah. "There he is." He got super. I went, "Well, I shouldn't have done that." He's got my toy. Yeah, all he saw was look at that walking toy, that <laughs> fat walking toy. I want all of it right now. I love it. Uh, so thank you, uh, Officer Stubbs and. <laughs> And Officer Corey Upton with HPD K9 Unit, we appreciate you guys, and thank you all for your service. Excellent performance last night. Great show. Yes. You can watch it on our Facebook page um, at Rockets Facebook, Cassio's Facebook, or mine. We all three shared it. <laughs> he he asked me. He said, uh, "I said, how how do we end this thing?" And he goes, "Well, you just you know you you just tell him when you want me to get him off of you because as soon as I say the word, he's done. Mm-hmm. Right? So I I said, well." I'm probably going to be like screaming, get off, get him off of me from the jump, but don't get him off of me. It's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say no, but I don't mean no. Right. I, I said, is there like a code word? I said, can I say, get this damn thing off of me? Yeah, he goes, right. well, that, I hear that a lot, actually. <laughs> I, bet he does. I bet he does. He goes, whatever code word you want to use, I'm fine with. I'll, I'll get the hint. <laughs> so you got a safe word. Yeah. I was totally, I totally had one. Hey, Imbo and Cassio, this is Paula from Trivium. Happy nine-year anniversary to you guys. Nine years is a long time together in rock years, so let's celebrate at Metal Tour of the Year. Congratulations to you and your Rocket 951 listeners. 2019. I think most everybody on some different level will appreciate this. Hmm. We're walking around, and a lot of wrestling fans walking around. Sure. And one thing wrestling fans are known for is they're going to wear their gear. Oh, listen, wrestling fans support their wrestler with merch better than any other. Yeah. I, I, I defy any other sport or anybody to, to be as deloaded, devoted and loyal yeah. as wrestling fans. They're going to wear your shirt. They're going to wear whatever they can got. Hat, gonna, shirt, yes. handkerchief. So, so, 
We're walking around this convention area where they call it the vendor room, where there are these old school wrestlers and they're signing autographs at a table. And so, is, are they selling merch too? Yeah. So some of them are, and some of them you just go up and, and you buy a, a picture and an autograph from them. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about some classics like uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and now Judy's younger. Does she know who these people are? No. Does she? Okay. No, okay. no. So she, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. She, she walks through with no appreciation of what of who's in the room. Correct. So, but we're walking around, and and Judy says, "Hey, uh, <laughs> am I supposed to know all these people?" And I said, <laughs> "No." Well, who do you mean? And she goes. All these people are, am I supposed to know all of them? They're all champions. And I said, well, the ones signing autographs? She goes, no, 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 the champions. And I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, well, all these people are walking around with championship belts. Oh, she didn't know they sold belts at the merch table. <laughs> she thought everybody <laughs> won a belt. And I said, <laughs> Judy. I said, no, no, uh, no, they bought those bills. And she goes, what do you mean they bought them? And I go, well, they just bought them. And she goes, yeah, but they're wearing them like champions. <laughs> <laughs> like around their waist or, yeah. or over the shoulder? Yeah, and I go, honey, I'm not going to be able to make this make sense to you. <laughs> There's no way this is going to make sense. You know what I mean? Oh, God, we love our Judy so much. Hey, I told her the price on them belts. They're proud of them. <laughs> hey, if you paid that, if you paid the fee they're asking for, you gonna wear? You gonna strap it over your shoulder? Super proud. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of the week, the rest of the week, that was running joke. Was walking around looking at all these champions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's champions everywhere. Hey, she get tired of it after a while, or was it funny all the whole time? Oh no, no, because to her is all funny. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The, sure. The concept. Of not being in the wrestling world, but seeing everybody wear a championship belt yeah. that they didn't earn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flipped her out. Hey, all the, are they all champions? <laughs> Am I supposed to know them? I'm like, no, they just bought it. <laughs> they just bought it. They just bought it. Yeah, but they're wearing them like champions. That's great. You don't have them at home. You know what I mean? She was like, yeah. we're having a bag. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Put it on display. Why are you wearing it? Yeah. Oh no, that's why. That's why they paid for it. My guy said, "Thunder, this is gonna be worn." That's a fact. Hey, when I hit her with a hundred to two hundred dollars, she goes, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. What? <laughs> right. And the look on her face when I said, "Can I get one?" No. Hey, she goes. No, we're not. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not yet. You can't have a wrestling man room yet. <laughs> I, can let you, I can let you get you a million dollar man, eight by ten. <laughs> he, he ain't getting your wrestling belt. <laughs> Why? Why in the hell is this mic fuzzy? This is Bruce Pritchard, and if it sounds fuzzy to you, that's because you're listening to Jimbo and Cassio on Rocket 95.1. I was kicking around at my uh, my house on my computer doing some work, and I realized I found some early air checks of my radio yes. career. Yes. We talked about this a couple days ago. Yes. Um, when people first get into radio, mm -hmm. they don't know really what they're doing. I, we don't know what we're well, doing any in here business, now. Any, any, any job you work at, right? About six months in is when you 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 think you know your job front and back, right. and you think the man's holding you back, right? And you don't under, 
You don't understand why they haven't promoted you to the top of the food chain? <laughs> um, you know, am I right? No, yeah. You go, why am I not a rock star in this company? I, why am I having to do everybody's job? <laughs> yeah. You've only been there six months, you know? Um, anyway, in, in radio back in the day, this is 1984 we're going to go back to right now. And back then, radio was set up to where you had to record yourself doing radio shows to get the next job. You sent what's called an air check to the next city if you wanted to better your career, make a little more money, do a better shift, whatever it was, you sent an air check with it. A recorded That's, version of you from your show. By the way, it's a big undertaking to record yourself. Back it's gigantic. Then and then put it together. Yeah, it was huge. It, air check work was one of the hardest things we ever did back then. And? But I found one of mine. And most of the time you wanted to keep it under wraps. Oh, yeah, but no. Yeah. Because that meant your job, if they found out, knew you were trying to leave. Jay, Jimbo's in there editing air checks. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That means you're trying to get another job. Now, these air checks back in the day were taped, were recorded on cassette tape. So I'm not vouching for the quality of this. I'm just going to say, here's a younger me in 1984 on I-95 in Birmingham. You ready for this? I, no, but I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Here you go. FM 95, David Lee Roth and those California girls. Listen to the music. I 95, Jimbo at 605. Commercial free music for you in a hit rock half hour with Duran Duran. <laughs> Save a prayer. Hey, is this, is this what your tone really was? Jimbo at 616, firing you up for the Kiss show tonight. Battle Auditorium. Oh, it's going to be a jam. Wish I could go. I'll do this for you. Thrills in the Night from Kiss and Animalize on I-95. Huh? Oh, yeah. What are you going to do about that? You couldn't go because you were working the night shift? Let me tell you. Yeah. Did you sneak out and go? No, I didn't. I, that's one Kiss show I missed. That was the 80s when they were out of makeup and oh, all that. Oh, yeah. You didn't care. Really? Yeah, I didn't care much about them anymore. They they deceived huh? me. They betrayed me. They came out of makeup. <laughs> you couldn't have ruined my life more. Give me some more old Jimbo. Here. Begin the Friday Fun Night Edition on I-95. I-95 and Kim Wilde. This is called Go For It. I-95, Prince Rogers Nelson and I would die for you from Purple Rain. The Purple Rain Tour is coming to Birmingham tomorrow night. I'm fired up about it. And so I'm going to go, and I hope you can too. Listen, you want to... By the way, that show is excellent. Amazing. So good that he stayed two nights. You fired up about it. Go to the trip. Uh, you want to... I was a player player, son. You want to win a trip to the year 3000? Now, 3000, let's think about that. You can join I-95 in the Battlefield Earth movie adventure. Yeah. You could win a part in that movie. So stay tuned to I-95 for further details about the year 3000. <laughs> this Friday at 8 o'clock. Partly yeah. cloudy tonight, low. Yeah. I wish I'd kept the commercials. That would have huh? been awesome to hear these commercials. Oh, yeah, to hear the production. Uh, they, hey, nothing dates anything worse than commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, tomorrow, partly cloudy turning much colder in the afternoon with a high of 40 and tomorrow night we have a chance of snow flurries 14 for a low Ooh, it's 51 now with john fogarty on i-95 you're me hitting posts left and right huh walking up those songs hey that was before you had the countdown too <laughs> oh now, yeah now everybody's got a countdown to tell you when the words are gonna hit Keep going. I want some more of that. You better not hold this back. <laughs> You're going to try to milk this and let the clock run out on this segment. Yeah. 95 and Jackie Wagner and All I Need at 649. This is Jimbo Wood. We have a hit rock half hour coming up next. Commercial free hit music. We'll get into it with half Gr Hour. Yeah, that's what. 
Huh? That's what Mark St. John made us say. Great <laughs> tune from the time in Jungle Love. So hang with us here at I-95. Mm-hmm. I-95. Yeah. What was I doing? What was I doing? Oh, I feel <laughs> awesome and uncomfortable at the same time. I don't know how you feel. Oh, we got a hit rock half hour for you. Commercial free Give music up. with the time and Give up. Jungle Love. Jimbo Rio. Huh? Yay! I-95, Jimbo at 4 past 7 o'clock, Hit Rock Half Hour. Commercial free music for us. Are you guys on Hit Rock Half Hour or what? Yeah, oh yeah. He's in Footloose on I-95. Brand new Brian Adams song called Somebody Right There. 715, Jimbo Wood and Steve Miller. This is is amazing. (laughs) Now, you were trying to get this ready. I heard, I need you to skip, find that part about Panama City again. Uh, okay, this where was it? This particular, this is back when a radio station called WPFM was the number one station in Panama City Beach. Okay, you couldn't touch them. Okay, and they invited. DJs from all over the state for spring break. Oh, yeah. And all of us came from, let's see, Mark Thompson went from Montgomery. I came from Birmingham. Mark Thompson ended up being on Mark and Brian. Yeah, Mark was half of Mark and Brian. Um, anyway, they had us do a shift on PFM so people from Birmingham could hear their DJ. You know what I mean? It would personalize the WPFM experience sure. for the for the uh, listeners while they were at the beach. Everybody's down there vacation and partying, having a good time, and they go, "Oh, that's my guy." I can't believe I'm hearing Jimbo or yeah. Mar or whoever it was. Uh, here's some of my deal on WPFM. WPFM just after three o'clock. Jimbo Wood from Birmingham, Alabama. WAPI is my radio station, I-95, and I have no earthly idea what I'm doing here whatsoever, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to jam this PFM box. Uh, don't worry about me hitting posts left and right, son. I'm going to school you on I'm gonna school you on walking up a record. Don't jam this PFM box. Huh? What's that? What? Beverly Hills Cop and the Heat is on. WPFM. This is Jimbo Wood from Birmingham, Alabama. And you know what? I'm from I-95 Radio. What we're doing this weekend, we have a lot of people in uh, to Panama City. We're jamming from other radio stations, other parts of the country you've never heard of, probably. And you know what? To all you local people, you're probably going, get these tourists out of my town. I bet that's what you're doing. But we're going to have a good time. Whether you like it or not, we're going to jam this PFM. It, it, it's incredible, too, by, by coincidence. Uh, a band from Birmingham is in town to split the dark. Yeah! <laughs> oh. And they're friends of mine from Birmingham, and they walk into the radio station. I didn't even know they were in town. What's going on? Mark All Phillips, right. lead singer. It's a little cold Mark in here. Phillips. I, I like a little Silver warm Mark. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. But, you, but it was Remember Damon dark. Johnson was in Split the Dark. And I got to I got to Florida. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Well, it's, it's, it's beginning to warm up. It's been good. Where are y'all playing? Over at the Brig at the Treasure Ship. Jamming band. You got to go see them. The Brig at the Treasure Ship. Split the door. Everybody yell. Hello. Hello. The whole band's here. This is, it's a reunion from Birmingham, and Split the Dark just happens to have a new album out, too. What's it called? Keep it to yourself. 
Okay, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll say nothing else about it. <laughs> anyway. Wait, get to the part about Pepsi and hot girls on the beach. That was my favorite. Pepsi and hot girls on the beach. Yeah, you were right. Was there a part that... You were trying to get something ready for the show a second ago. Pepsi and WPFM yes. present the Miss AEA contest. This uh, is Saturday, 1 o'clock yeah. at the Breakers. Don't you even... Th- Back then, we called Spring Break AEA. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. AEA week. Think about missing. From the compact disc, we got some yes... From the compact disc, that was huge, by the way, that we had compact disc. That was way ahead of the game, son. Way ahead of the game. You don't know what you're doing. We had a talk. We had a dead gum compact disc player. Oh, my gosh. You called it compact disc. Huh? You spelled it out for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You couldn't touch anybody with a compact disc player back then. You couldn't touch them. (laughs) A little look into my past. Anyway, I'm glad I found those. Oh my gosh. I found a bunch of them too. We can What do you feel like when you listen to them? Weird. Really weird. Embarrassed. Can you remember those times? Like do you remember being in the studio with Split the Dark or is it just hundred percent remember? Or is it just on record? No, one hundred percent I remember. Because Mark was Mark still is a good friend of mine and, and it was so cool to see him. Was Damon in studio right then? Yeah. Or this was uh, Damon Johnson and Mark Phillips were in there? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Split the Dark. Was that, that before was a- Hotel? After. That was after Hotel. Yeah. Hotel was the 70s. Split the Dark was the 80s. And then Damon Johnson went on to Brother Kane. And then Damon went to Brother Kane and others. Yeah. And is coming here soon. We'll tell right. you all about that but later. I'm saying that was the timeline. Mm-hmm. Hotel breaks up. Mark Phillips starts Split the Dark with Damon Johnson. Correct. And then Damon jo- they break up and Damon Johnson ends up going to Brother Kane. That's the timeline. That's a great little timeline there. Ah, a little look back into the past. You're welcome. Wow. Good morning. In the post. <laughs> 2020. Jimbo, a Virginia woman, Lori Gongaware. Gongaware? Is that an actual name? Yep. Of Chesterfield, Virginia, is uh, she's seeking a Guinness World Record, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. What is she? What's she? What's she? What's she trying to seek the record for? She collects beavers. <laughs> no, she does not. Collect beavers. There is no hobby. Jimmo. Collecting beavers. The previous world record is set by an Indiana couple, William and Shirley Neese, in 2015. <laughs> they have 717 beaver-related items. <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? Lori said she started collecting beavers in 96 as a joke, and it turned soon turned into a hobby uh how does one collect a beaver exactly you told me you've been collecting beavers since the 80 i think Uh, (laughs) sparky's down um Uh, she uh, said she's now seeking the record she she enlisted these specialists from the richmond wildlife center (laughs) And they have counted all her beaver, Jimbo. Can't, wait, what? She has 1,456 beaver-related items. When you say beaver-related item, what exactly are you talking about? Is it like a pelt? I'll let or? you tell her about what she's got. Okay. This is Beaverville. Come on in. It's an obsession. I've got all kinds of stuff. It's a bottle opener. 
keychain light. Here's a stress beaver. If something makes you happy, you know, live it. When I first started thinking about the record, I was like, gosh, you know, I, I think that I probably have the most beaver items of anyone. Like I said, it makes me happy, you know, searching them out. And the nice thing about collecting beavers, it's not yeah. like collecting teddy bears because teddy bears, there's so many of them. But beavers, it's a little bit harder to find them. We all know it's hard to find beavers. <laughs> <laughs> does she 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 doesn't know what she's saying does she 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 doesn't know there's she called it beaverville <laughs> she she doesn't know she doesn't know what she's saying i i'm not sure else how to say it really besides get, without getting us in trouble you ever seen a beaver open a bottle <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen it <laughs> what about sharpening a pencil there's <laughs> just something inherently funny about putting a pencil on a beaver. Huh? You ever drank coffee out of a beaver? Uh, I haven't. No. <laughs> I've certainly never seen a beaver open a beer. And I've never seen a beaver sharpen a pencil. She says she's got, she says she's got a beaver tattoo. A beaver tattoo. Yeah. Now, one of those I have seen. For my particular record, they wanted a specialist witness. So the specialist had to be someone who knew about beavers. <laughs> I need... Be the who is Guinness's resident beaver expert? I wonder. No, they had to. That's why she called. That's why she called in um. the Richmond Wildlife Center and got their their. their, their oh, beaver they borrowed specialist. a beaver specialist, right? Yeah, well, you, sometimes you have to farm out a Someone's beaver. Someone's got a lot of experience with beaver sure. items. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can. She's got a uh, beaver car tag. Well, hmm. I, here's what I know. What's that? I am before I before my heart stops beating, I have got to find a beaver that opens a beer bottle. <laughs> That's a, that is a must find. By the way, have you ever walked in? You know it's game on when you walk in and the lady goes, "This is Beaverville." <laughs> This is 2021. Look at this guy. What? Henry <laughs> Heyman. Knocking on the door. <laughs> hey, hey, Henry, how are you? Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, well, we're just uh, we're just sitting here enjoying our good health. Oh, I'm. Uh, can I come in here and hang out with come you? Come on, Henry. Heck yeah. Oh man. How you been? I'm doing good, man. Let's think about. Like get back on the road any day, Dale. Are you getting back out there? We're a try. All right. I gotta be ready when I get a gig. Yeah, you do. See, I assume you brought some material. You're gonna work out on us. Yeah. You okay. down with that? I'm always down with it. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey. People are usually shocked, hey, when they find out how good of an electrician I am. <laughs> hey. I bet they are. are you getting these? <laughs> well, it's just the one so far, uh, and hey. yeah, I got it. Hey. Hey. I told my hairdresser to make me look sexy, hey? Yeah. So she put down the hair clippers and started drinking. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. 
She put down the hair clippers and started drinking. This is why I can look better. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got drunk and pretty. Uh, hey. Hey. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hi, my friend. Hey. Ask if they had uh, uh, my friend asked if they ever showed me their broken door chime. Broken door chime? Yeah, I said it doesn't ring any bells. Oh. Hey. Okay. What? <laughs> I got it. I feel like a crowd would be just on the floor. Hey. Hey. As a wheat farmer, hey, I keep having these strange headaches, but the doctor said it's migraines. Hey. Your my, grains? Migraines. Oh, migraines. Oh. Migraines. I thought it was your grains instead of your brains. I got it now. Migraines. I got you. Hey. Hey. Cowboys don't roll joints. They tumble weed. <laughs> hey. Truth. You often see them tumbling across in country and western movies. I'm looking for that first big laugh that hadn't happened yet. Hang on. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. Uh, my father drank so heavily, he blew on the birthday cake. He lit the candles. Hey. You get them? Hey. I'm getting them. I'm getting them, buddy. We all are. Hey. Hey. Hey, man. My teacher asked me to turn in my essay, but I ain't no snitch. Hey. <laughs> Your essay. <laughs> I feel like you should have charged us this morning. Hey, how about this? Hey. hey get your pen and paper out. Okay. Hey. 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 I can't get over the fact that the word gullible upside down looks like a cat. Gullible? Yeah. The word gullible upside down looks like a cat. No. It doesn't. I'm looking at it. It just looks like squiggly lines. <laughs> oh wait, I'm getting it now. Wait, I'm 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 gullible, so I'm gullible, so I did your little your little trick. I got you. Okay, I'm on to you now. It took me a second. I actually wrote the word down. Then I turned my piece of paper upside down to see if it would look like a cat. It doesn't. <laughs> so, I guess I am gullible. Hey. Hey. I thought I won the argument with my wife last night as to how to arrange the dining room furniture. Uh huh. And then when I got home, the tables were turned. Hey. <laughs> she showed you. Hey, I decided to go on a vegan diet. A vegan diet? Yeah, I'll tell you the truth, though. They don't taste any different. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Than what? Non-vegan? Hey, just finished counting. Hey. Hey. Busy weekend. Okay. I just finished counting from one to infinity. Took me forever. <laughs> hey. Well, you, you, you. I took me forever. You wouldn't be finished. Infinity. <laughs> hey. Hey. I got banned from the liquor store. Banned from the. That's not yeah. good, Henry. Yeah, I was at the cashier. She was ringing me up, and she said, "Strip down, facing me." I don't know if she's talking about my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> stripped down facing me it was a debit card <laughs> gotcha hey last couple yeah hey. <laughs> hey my boss said he's gonna fire the person with the worst posture the worst posture hey hey i have a hunch it's me <laughs> you have a hunch it's you <laughs> hunchback henry let's not leave <laughs> hey, i gotta get out of here after this one well, what's, where are you going <laughs> hey hey Hey, buddy. Hey, you know William Shatner? Yeah. Hey, he tried starting a line of women's underwear. Did you see that? No. 
But Shatner Panties wasn't the greatest brand name. <laughs> it didn't work out. Nobody's buying them. Nobody's buying them. Nobody's buying them. I wasn't ready. Hi, man. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Is that Ed Henry? Yeah. You oh, yeah. close on that one? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a right, good close. Forever. Trip. I might not ever come back. <laughs> no, you come back. <laughs> Henry well, Heyman, everybody. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey. Bye. Bye, man. <laughs> Bye, Henry. Hey, Jimbo and Cassio. This is Tyler from Theory of a Dead Man. I know you forgot your anniversary this year, but I didn't. Nine years is a long time together in rock years, so let's celebrate all year up until you reach 10. Cheers to you and your Rocket 951 listeners. Whoa! Timmy! 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 Tom! Come out! Timmy Tom on a Tuesday with a Top 10 Tuesday. Here you go. Brought in my COVID-19 negative test. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, we'll put that in the file. Thank you. What's going on, Jimon Gazio? <laughs> you were fired up that you're negative. Good morning. Morning. Jimbo, today I'm excited. You know, I hate to call your listeners out, but Uh-oh. I would just say that you, you do have some listeners that, well, they, they do the old wake and bake. Oh, is that right? Stoders. Well, you know, uh, Meemaw passed it. We voted on it. Meemaw passed it a little while ago. The marijuana. Yeah. The old Mary Jane. Right. So the old Hazel Green. Waking and baking might not be that illegal anymore. Yeah, they got gummies. They got edibles. They got everything, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo, but here's the deal. We know that stoners spend most of their waking hours getting hot. <laughs> we know that. You say that like it might be wrong. Now, but here's the question. What happens when they finally crash, Jimbo? I put together this top ten. They got killer dreams of it. Well, top ten things stoners dream about. All right. I've always wondered. Yeah, this is what happens when a stoner finally goes to bed. Tippy times. Tuesday, top ten things stoners dream about. Number ten. Being chased through a pot field and you don't even have your grinder on you. Come Ow! That is a predicament. It's more of a nightmare. Yes, it is. Timmy time. Step 10 things stoners dream about number nine. Number nine. Accidentally being sucked into your bong and becoming some kind of sad pot genie. (laughs) (laughs) Ow! Oh, you'd smell like bong water. Hey, man. Oh, boy. I forgot what your first wish was. (laughs) Timmy time. Time. Is that a Cheech and Chong poster, Timmy man? Time. Top 10 things stoners dream about number eight. A cat who says thanks, bro, after you blow smoke in his face. <laughs> oh. They're doing it anyway. They just like the cat to yeah. say thanks. Sure. Timmy Time. Top 10 things stoners dream about number seven. An Olympic-sized swimming pool filled with fungus. <laughs> Ow! With Funyuns. Ow. That's the real oh. Olympic rings. Oh, Funyuns. Ow. 
Wild. Yes, please, Funyuns. Timmy Tabs, top 10 things stoners dream about number six. Number six. Living rent free in the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Yeah. <laughs> Not a thing wrong with that. Wrong with the everlasting gum stopper. Or the Wonka Vader. Timmy Tabs, top 10 things stoners dream about number five. Ultimate Frisbee, finally supplanting football as America's favorite sport. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah! Timmy Tabs, top two things, stoners dream about number four, having two dads. <laughs> Cheech and Charles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew they'd make a reference. Timmy Tabs, top two things, stoners dream about number three, living downwind of Jamaica. <laughs> Ow! Let's uh, get a little bit of that cloud. Yeah. Timmy Tabs, top 10 things stoners dream about number two. Number two. Lowering the speed limit to 20 miles an hour. <laughs> Let's don't overdo it. Uh, that's a fact. And Timmy Tabs, top 10 things stoners dream about number one. Meeting the Dorito God and being welcomed into the Cool Ranch Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes, please. Timmy Tom with a top 10 list for a yeah, Tuesday. Enjoy that if you're whacking a bacon with Jim Ocasio. Nice work, sir. Thank you for having me today. That's a good top 10 list. Thank you. Enjoyed that one thoroughly. Somehow that one just popped in my head. How, how, did, how did you do a top 10 list about marijuana and not mention fish? Oh, what, like? Or the Grateful Dead. Like catfish or? No, the P-H, P-H-I-S-H. Maybe a crappy. <laughs> Crappy. Is that what fish you're talking about? Tuna? I'm, ta- I'm talking about fish the band. Oh, fish sticks would be kind of fire. <laughs> Talk about a fish stick pizza. Timmy, Tom, thanks for coming by. Thanks buddy. for having me. We always appreciate you. Come